All right, what's going on, y'all? What's up? What's up? What's up? All right, so this is going to be my episode one remix ever, ever take two. The first one I did, <laughs> it came out great, but as my wife was saying, and I heard others saying, I was kind of Keith sweating it because I was learning this whole podcasting situation, and my volume was way, way low. So, to give it right to you guys and not shortchange you, I'm going to go ahead and redo this episode for you guys again. So, the episode is named Episode 1, Ketosis and I. I did rename it, y'all. So, what I'm going to do is we're going to go over and talk about the ketogenic diet. Let's give an intro to it. So, the ketogenic diet is just it's a diet that just causes your body to run on ketones instead of sugar from carbs. So, carbs are pasta, grains, sugary foods, and all those sorts of things, corn and all that. So, what ketones are, they're a type of acid form when your body begins burning stored or dietary fats instead of carbs. So, what the keto basically saying what that is, is your body's used to how the quote unquote American diet is. We burn sugar, we burn carbs, not fat. Your body has to work so much harder to burn sugar. So when you're constantly having the Kool-Aid, sweet teas, the garlic bread, the garlic toast and everything like that, and you want to call yourself going to the gym to work out, you're burning sugar before you can even start burning the carbs. And I'm sorry, you're burning the sugar before you can even start burning the fat in your body. That's why it's kind of hard to do so. So basically... So that's basically what I'm saying. So the, basically the keto diet is just the goal to switch your body from burning sugar for what we normally do to burning fat, which are, which most American bodies have plenty of. And that's how your body's supposed to actually do it. Your body has all the fuel that it needs to, 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 to heal itself. So before I want to go into this, uh, I have to give a huge shout out to the inspirations uh, who we still listen to, who got us going into this ketogenic process, this lifestyle change. First and foremost, I got to give a shout out to Dr. Berg. You can look him up on drberg.com. Uh, um, he's the main uh, dietary nutrition who we listen to. If you Google him, you can find his websites. If you YouTube him, you can find he has hundreds upon hundreds of uh, videos and he uploads weekly. He even does live questions. Q and A's on Fridays with his wife. Uh, this guy gives you the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. He does, you know, he breaks it down. He goes over the superstitions, and even if you have a specific ailment or specific body type or diabetic or you know, issue, medical issue, he'll break it down for you so that way you don't hurt yourself while getting your body right into this process. And what he does is uh, live Q and A's or regular people who have their issues, a lot of them are very, very cordial with giving their backgrounds, you know, and testimonies regarding how it's benefited them. Uh, so you got Dr. Bird, awesome guy, very, very awesome guy. So shout out to him. Also shout out to Keto Connect. This is a husband and wife duo. They're, I, would, I would think that they're in a 30-year-old, 30, 30s range. So they're not millennials, but they're right around my neighborhood. So they, they have... Lots of very great keto recipes. They do food reviews, <clears throat> which I'm actually going to start doing myself <clears throat> pretty soon. Sorry about that. 
So they give uh, very good food reviews, very good um, advice when it comes to that. And they actually helped us understand how to break down macros and all that other nice stuff with ketos and with the keto process and snacks and things that you can kind of work with. Uh, so shout out to Keto Connect. Also, cutting up keto. Though. This sister right here is one of the first, but right when we started um, finding Dr. Berg, we saw her video first. It was how did she lo- how she lost 90 pounds within six months of starting keto. Very, very awesome lady. She took a break for a while because she had another child, and now she's coming back into it. She gives great information, great uh, information, especially for those that are African-American also. And last but not least for, the, for this episode, Flav City. This man and his family and his 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 guys, he's a chef, makes amazing, oh my gosh, amazing dishes. And also he does food hauls, so he'll go into the grocery stores <laughs> trying not to get kicked out and show you the actual uh, products that you can buy that are healthy for you. And he, can break, he breaks it down even for keto. He has a keto uh, recipe book that's out for you to purchase. Um, you can Google him. You can even YouTube him. His videos on YouTube are amazing. And I believe also on Fridays or Fridays or Saturdays, he does live videos uh, to where he, he prepares a meal. Uh, that's either keto or paleo or what or whichever. Either way, they're, they're amazing. So those are my shout outs, my shameless plugs to those. Um, also, just to go into the purpose of the podcast, um, I just want to educate uh, my friends, anybody who wants to listen on a ketogenic lifestyle, and give my experience, uh, or our experience. My wife is going to be on on future episodes, right? Uh, so, just to give our experience on things, things that we've experienced, what how what what our bodies went through, the stigmas that we experienced, how people treated us, and how a lot of it started to help other people, and what you know, and also give references and facts. To the lifestyle and resources, just like I gave to doc, uh, regarding Dr. Berg and Keto Connect and Cutting Up Keto and all those wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people. So, without further ado, <clears throat> I'm going to redo how I got started with keto. So, I wasn't always uh, this good, healthy weight that I was. Uh, uh, Upon leaving high school, I weighed about a good 220-ish pounds, and I decided that I want to enlist myself and my body and services into the United States Air Force. So those of you who have been out there and have experienced the wonderful <laughs> wonderful thing called basic military training, you know how well and quickly your body changes. So I came into the military 220 pounds. I left the military wing a solid 170 pounds full of muscle. And I had the little action figure V cuts and um, I wound up getting ELS from the military due to medical issues. And I came home and went to college over here in the good old East Texas. So Upon going to college, kind of laxed off, you know, got some muscle. I was in band my entire life and continued to do band while I was here in college. Uh, and after time went on, I started to gain some weight, you know, started to get lazy, started to get with, with the frat brothers. I pledged, pledged a fraternity or two. 
in my time and, you know, started gaining weight, eating horribly, horribly, horribly. And, you know, as you gain weight, you start to, your body changes. Your body get, becomes a little bit rougher and slower and sluggish. Them pants that were 38s didn't work, fit no more. And I started going up in sizes and not wearing mediums and started having to get bigger t-shirts. And, oh man, it just, it, it got bad. It got uncomfortable real as time progressed so you know started gaining weight getting from 170 to back to 220 years went on uh, started dating a wonderful young lady and she could cook oh my gosh she she can cook and eating wonderful food and and eating horribly going home going to church and then you know how church oh my god you know how the black church cooks and they cook and they cook and they eat and they eat and I just kept on doing that. I wasn't doing nothing but just eating and gaining weight. So fast forward years, get married. Um, she has me on a good health regimen. We're eating not badly, but you know, we're not eating healthy really, really either. And I'm pretty good there. Then lo and behold, wife is expecting our first child, our son. So along with her pregnancy, she told me exactly what she wanted to eat and at, as husbands, you know, you have that sympathy meal. So she eats chili dogs. She didn't want to eat by herself, so I ate chili dogs too. There was a Mexican restaurant called Chewy's here in East Texas, and that was her favorite with our son. So when she had a big old, bigger your face burrito, I got one too, and I demolished it. And then what I didn't eat, she took. And then what she didn't eat, I took. And, you know, she gained the weight from the baby, and I and I had a, ba- <laughs> had a baby of myself. <laughs> And then when Daniel was born, weight went down, my weight stayed, you know, I kept eating horribly and then surprise, baby number two. So she had different tastes and then I ate chili dogs and everything. She fried fish and oh God, fried fish and catfish and french fries and all that. That was my vegetable of choice was potatoes. That if Green beans, nah, greens, nah. potatoes, yeah, fried potatoes, yeah, mashed potatoes, yeah. <laughs> corn definitely especially with butter oh yeah we can do that chicken express corn nuggets and biscuits and oh god yeah i just pour it on bring it to me have the sweetest tea available you know <clears throat> hey that's that tea has to have the right amount of diabetes in it <laughs> how i used to have it so enjoyed that uh for years you know then after a while started to notice how it was affecting my body, you know, we had to move from different couple from apartment to apartment before and realizing I couldn't run up them stairs as fast as I could. I couldn't, I could walk down the stairs and get winded. It was so, 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 so bad. I was getting tired walking downstairs. I said before that my heart rate when I was sitting was about 120. And when I looked at my little smartwatch then, my, my wife said, oh, your heart rate is 120. It's registering as your your heart is uh, warming up for exercise. I'm like, I'm, I've been sitting here for two hours. I ain't been doing nothing. You know, but when I had my coffee, I put a creamer in it and sugar in it. A couple of hours later, I had to give me another cup of coffee and had to put more sugar in it. And I was hungry all the daggum time. And I was eating I was like, man, I'm just eating and eating and eating and eating. And it was late October of 2018. Uh, We were trying to 
at that time period, adjust our uh, diets. You know, we weren't eating pork. We were eating uh, ground turkey, chicken, and fish. Now, by that time, my waist was about 48. I was wearing 3X shirts, and those were fitted. Uh, some of my pants, I didn't have to wear belts on them because either my my butt or my gut <laughs> kept my pants in place. And I had to put an extra notch on my belt out because I was so big. <clears throat> getting winded, had little ones, could barely play with them because I was getting tired. I was grouchy. I would fall asleep on the couch at the moment's notice. Even having a little desk job, I was falling asleep. You know, I was snoring, sleep apnea, pain in my chest, my arms. I had migraines every other week. It was bad. Bad. Bad for all of us. And Joya, Joya my wife's name, she was like, we got to do something. You know, trying to get gym memberships for not being consistent with that. At least we, let's just go on a diet. Let's just change how we eat. I'm like, we'd have been on this kind of trip before she says but no you know I, I i was going through youtube and i saw this video about sugars and how sugar is bad for you and this that and the other thing and i'm like but i love sugar it's in my kool-aid you know it's in my tea it's in my cheesecakes i make the meanest cheesecakes my mother-in-law can tell you i'm a bad man when it comes to making cheesecakes I'm serious I, I can sell them and make money it's almost like crack but um <clears throat> She said, yeah, we have to change this up. We have to do something different. We cannot continue to do this. We're getting bigger. We're nowhere near how awesome we looked when we first met each other. And we got to do something. <clears throat> so we saw Cutting Up Keto. She talked about the ketogenic process, removing sugar. And I said, okay, well, I'll entertain it. You know, I'm not just going to go fully into it. So, <laughs> next thing you know, we find Dr. Berg's videos. We're really, really looking into it. We're really just, she's really, really going into it. She's focused. She's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this thing called keto. And I'm like, a keto? Like the martial art? And she's like, no, no, keto, K-E-T-O. I'm like, okay. So, I watch the videos. And she's like, okay, so how are we going to do this? Are we going to wean our way into it? She says, nope right into it where we just got to go cold turkey go right into it i'm like no <laughs> no not gonna happen but being a good you know man that i am i followed suit and we went cold turkey and one thing that you have to know about keto when your body gets rid of sugar when you say that i'm not going to do sugar anymore your body is like uh-uh i'm about to have you feeling horrible and did i feel horrible yes i felt like a crackhead Oh, I was like, come on, man. Just give me a slice of white bread, man. Come on, baby. I'm good for it. Now, come on, now. Just give, just, just, just give me like just a pinch of sugar. Just put it underneath my tongue. Then I'll be all right, baby. Come on, I'm good for it. You know, I felt, <laughs> I felt so horrible. It's, you know, they call it the keto flu. You'll feel like flu-like symptoms. You know, you'll feel chills. You'll feel because your body is having withdrawals from being on so much sugar for so long you, you you just don't realize how much damage that the normal american has done to their bodies because of how much sugar we ingest into our body that's why there's so much so many people with diabetes diabetics are your body to be a diabetic your body has a problem processing sugar 
That's why you have to have to have Humulin or Novolin or Novolog, your Humalog. That insulin, you have to have that injection of that in your body so that way you can regulate sugar. You know, I have diabetics in my family all over on both sides of the family. You know, a lot of my good friends are diabetics. And, you know, they have the, you know, they have that adjustment that they have to make with their bodies all the time. And that, real quick, sidebar. You know, they never tell you. I work in the medical profession in emergency medicine. I, I'm an EMT. And I've always heard, you know, especially with family members, when they go to the doctors, you know, I'm going to go see a nutritionist. I'm going to go see a nutritionist. I said, for what? So that way they can tell me how I need to eat. I'm like, you know how to eat. The things that are causing you the problems are the things that you need to stop eating. But they taste so good. They're comfort food. Yeah, they're comfort food. And the thing about comfort, comfort ends and it makes you want more. They always say that we can help you maintain your diabetes. But they never say that diabetes is reversible. Have you ever noticed that? And diabetes is absolutely reversible. It's not genetic. Babies are really not born with diabetes. You know, women have gestational diabetes during, you know, pregnancy. But babies are, for the, for the lack of a better word, are more, mostly born healthy. If they're, you know, our son was preemie. But for the, he was healthy, you know. A lot of the things that they say are genetic or, you know, you have a family history of it, so they're genetic or not genetic. They're based off of what you put in your bodies. You know, America is a fat, heavy country. A lot of the patients who I see and come in contact with, I would say 80% of those patients are obese. Oh, they're all, you know, they're obese. Majority of them, diabetics. Why? Because of what we eat. What we put into our bodies, blood, high blood pressure, diabetes, hypertension, congestive heart failure, COPD, all, all come from a lot of that. It's from how we've, you know, demolished our bodies for so long. So there's ways to fix that. Your body is perfectly capable of healing itself. I'm living testament to that. So let me keep going. Uh, went through the keto flu. Body was just like, oh gosh, oh gosh. And that lasted for about three, maybe four days. And in that process, I had to go pee like crazy. I would say number one, but we adults here for the most part. I had to pee like a racehorse. I'm talking about full bladders every hour and a half to an hour. I'm like, I was drinking water. <laughs> I was really, really drinking water. But my body was putting out more water than I was putting in, you know. So I was like, why am I peeing full bladders? I'm like, yep, I got to go again. Yep, I got to go again. Hold on. Yep, you guessed it. Got to go again. Full bladders. My body was purging itself from water weight. <clears throat> and about in a week, <clears throat> my first week of being on keto, with my body adjusting, I lost about five pounds of water weight. And it was noticeable. You know, my pants started to get a little bit baggy. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to have to start pulling these up a little bit more or <laughs> roll. <laughs> The, the 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 pants at the you know at the waist roll them over so that way they'll stay up. About another week, lost a couple more pounds. Okay, I'm 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 liking this now. When we started out, you know, you don't just start out boom. I'm doing one meal a day, boom, intermittent fasting. And in another episode, we're going to go over intermittent fasting. Uh, 
I would, we had our three meals a day. Start out in the morning, have me a coffee, but I didn't put regular creamer in there like I would. I put heavy whipping cream. It has a good fat content. Then I put stevia, which is a sugar substitute. It's not like Splenda or nothing like that. This does not spike your blood insulin. It's a sweetener. And it's good for you. And another thing that I added was a thing called MCT oil. You can find it mainly at health stores like Natural Grocers, uh, which is in East Texas. Um, Aldi has it. Uh, Walmart is starting to carry it around a lot more. CVS, Walgreens has um, MCT oil. Uh, we have a store called Drug Emporium that has it. It's it's like it's the real is derived from coconuts and coconut oil. And you could put a tablespoon of that in your coffee. Now you can add butter to it. It makes it kind of like a bulletproof coffee, but I don't do that too much because I put my butter with the food that I make. So I started doing that. That was my, that went with some, you know, bacon and eggs, a little bit of steamed veggies, like maybe some broccoli. And I had that for breakfast. And then for lunch, I have that again, bacon, eggs, or maybe some avocado. And then for dinner, we probably have some, you know, pork chop, small little thin pork chop and a salad. Now, not just your iceberg lettuce. This was baby spinach, kale. Or you'll find it in the grocery store. It's called Spring Mix. Those are the best ones. Your dark, leafy, green vegetables. Oh my gosh, the great stuff. We're going to go over that, what you can eat and what you can't eat in keto in the next episode. But going on with the story, we were three meals a day. And that worked. I started seeing the changes there. Started, you know, The weight started to go down. My clothes were getting slightly baggier and baggier and baggier. <laughs> because I knew... I had to do something because my father, sorry, not too long after that, I realized that my clothes weren't fitting and he had to take me shopping. Y'all. It was the most love my dad. Love my dad. He's always looking out for me health wise. They've always told me I needed to lose weight. And I was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I wasn't doing it. And he took me to go get me some clothes and sh- clothes from the big and tall store. And I was humiliated. So humiliated because I let my body get to a period that I, you know, my dad used to be the size as big as I was then, and he lost the weight. And he was telling me, "Look, man, you got to be there for your kids. Got to do this." And I, you know, it was in one ear, not the other. And and at that moment when he had to do that, I just knew I had to change it. But when I started this, and his body started to lose weight, I was like, "Man, those clothes that he bought me were baggy, getting baggier and baggier and baggier." And then we came down for Thanksgiving. And then he had to cue the evil music. Bum, bum, bum. We were like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? <laughs> we can't just go into Thanksgiving on a diet. I'm like, I can't tell your mama right now that I can't eat her food. It's so it's so good. And your mama's going to look at me crazy. My mama going to look at me crazy. So she was like, okay, let's just go ahead and eat this one time that we'll get back on it and, you know, go there. And I said, like, okay, cool. So we had Thanksgiving. And after Thanksgiving, we were like, okay, we kind of. Did conservatively, but I tore up my I tore up some food. Oh my gosh, I tore up some food. It tastes so good. And then we were like, okay, we're good. Then my wife was like, hold on. <laughs> Christmas is right around the corner. So that's another celebratory time that people do that eat. Notice all American holidays revolve around food and eating large amounts of it. So we ate we ate again. So we were like, okay, 
we've we've done worse. We've done horrible. We've got to start. When are we gonna start? January first, twenty nineteen. We got to start this again. So January first, twenty nineteen came. Boom, hard and heavy. You know, doing this. I was drinking lemon water, which is basically water with lemon juice, a couple good squirts in there, and I was having that. And then I was getting to the part of intermittent fasting to where if you're not hungry. You don't eat. You space out your time period. So my morning consisted of me drinking my good uh, organic coffee with heavy whipping cream, stevia, and MCT oil. And that lasted me my whole work day. So I would go to work, 8 o'clock, have my coffee that I make from home, have my MCT oil in there, lunch came. I'd come home. I'd drink me some lemon water. Then I had some water with some uh, apple cider vinegar in it to curb my appetite. So by the time I got home, then my hunger started to kick in. That's when I was trying to do those one meals, one meal a day. Then, I, then I'd have me a good meal. But when I'd have the days where I have two meals, I'd have my lunch, my breakfast, and then I have lunch with a salad, and maybe some eggs, uh, eggs with it, just to have my protein and cheese and dressings. And then my weight was steady, 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 steady going down. So four months in, I lost 20 pounds. Well, hold on. Four months in, I lost about 30 pounds. I had already went from a 48 down to a 44. All the clothes that my dad had bought me were all baggy. And when we had came around and we were telling them, yeah, we had losing weight, we're losing weight. And then all of a sudden they saw me and my wife and they were like, whoa whoa you're really really coming down my dad was like yeah i'm liking this my mom thought i was dying <laughs> she was like oh my gosh you're losing weight so fast you're sick something's wrong you need to go to a doctor like no mom we're doing this diet you need to stop that diet I'm like no we no this is what what we're doing and we're trying to explain to him what we're doing and you know my dad's kind of listened to it he's like okay okay my mom was like no you you're trying to kill yourself <laughs> you know people were like oh man and people at my job at at the time were like man you're one of my good friends uh her name was Corey. she was looking at me across she was like you're really losing weight you're like really starting to really 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 shrink and i was like yeah yeah that's good yeah yeah and my clothes are getting baggier i had to put a belt on i had to cinch my belt up you know i was like i, I could do this face was getting thinner wasn't looking and for all my fans who watch anime and watch Dragon Ball Z, I uh, started to look like Goku with the muscles. Then I went and got fat like Majin Buu. So now I started to work my way back down to there. So I'm starting to look a whole lot better at that time. So fast forward months and months and months. By time, uh, let's see, I started the EMT program in October, October, September. And by that time, I had already lost 70 pounds, guys. Seven, zero pounds. I was already in from going from an extra large. I'm sorry, from a 3X, almost 4X to an extra large shirt. My waist went from a 48 down to a 40. My clothes were fitting immaculately. I was looking real good. Uh, I think the biggest thing, the biggest expense on keto is buying new clothes. Because I literally had to get rid of 80% of my closet. 
that's how much clothes I had that were so big and I couldn't wear any of them. I had to just get rid of shirts, polos. I donated them. You know, I just I couldn't wear them. So I'm, like, I'm not going to throw them away. I'm going to donate them. Make sure somebody who, you know, can can wear the clothes. But it was about about October. I started to really, really, really just slim. That was where I lost the 70 pounds. Now, fast forward. This is now May of 2020. I went from roughly more than three. I was uh, my where I was when I started keto back in January 2019. I was 315. Now, when I originally started, we I was more than 320. So, I went from more than being more than 320 from initially starting and then restarting in January to 315. Now I weigh and my weight is hovering at this area at 238 pounds. That is a huge. I'm almost at 100 pounds gone that's a whole nother person my mother-in-law just is shocked when she saw it and in you know they now know how our lifestyle changes so a lot of times when i see my mother-in-law she's like look y'all cook what y'all what y'all going to eat and i got some salad in there and sometimes she'll make us stuff different so that way you know she knows that how we eat and what we don't eat now and my mom is the same same way and sometimes y'all i just got to take care of my mom and them and I eat some of that food. My body pays for it, but then I can jump right back into the process. So that's that's where we, that's that's where I was at. That's exactly where I was at. With the, it took about a year and a half down ninety seven pounds. It's doable. Anybody can do this. That's just my story with it. So I just want to go ahead and give y'all the brief synopsis, a brief intro to this whole process. Thank you all for listening. You know, shout out to everybody, all those uh, supporters uh, who are following me. Dr. Bird Keto Connect, Cutting Up Keto, Flav City. I do have an, an IG, an Instagram. It's Keto911Podcast. Look us up on Instagram. And for, uh, see if you have any questions, concerns, or ideas that you want me to go over, uh, 